0: Hey guys and welcome back to Tani. We would you go the hooligan? How's it been? How's it going? Um, so I am basically here to talk about K dramas. This is a K drama update because I have been watching them like a fucking weirdo, religious person. Don't judge me. I love you, and please, just, just chill on me. Be, be nice to me, alright? I've, I've been going through a lot lately, so. <laughs> Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about is my little update on the business proposal. I have been watching it weekly at this point because two episodes come out a week. And so this week, uh, episode seven and eight, I believe, came out. Whew, let's talk about it. Okay, okay. Can 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 I sit there and say... Um, I... Kind of still don't love the changes that they made to secretary to the secretary, dude. I don't like it. Um, yeah, he's a lot more masculine, but the whole point of like, you know, her best friend falling in love with the secretary is that the secretary is kind of like a pretty soft boy situation and like we love him for that like that is just his look that's what he is like how dare they change him into a more masculine kind of i don't know i guess they try to compensate for that by having her be like more sexually aggressive which she already wasn't a manga i don't know why they felt the need to really change that or like be like oh my god like she's still the male in the relationship like of course like that she's a bad bitch like, that's just who she is. That's what she do. Like... <laughs> so, anyways. um, How do I say this? Uh, I do like it. Uh, I just don't... The manga's a little better when it comes to certain things. And I'm just kind of saddish that they, like... I don't know. I feel like it took away from Hari a little bit. I know, I know they're trying to keep her cool and they're trying to add more trauma to the main character. Uh, the dude, the main dude. Uh, what's his fucking name? Ah! Let me find it. Business proposal. Hold on. A business proposal. Proposal. I cannot spell for the life of me. Propos- Thank you, Google, for getting me right because I suck. Anyways. Uh. Da, 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 da. Characters. Characters. Okay. Um. Temu, Kong Temu, uh, the main dude. Uh, the boss, they gave him a lot more um, drama because he was like super, like coldish. Like he don't get me wrong. Like they never really talked about his drama in the manga. Like they never really went into like his parents and like their death or whatever. So it's kind of weird for like all of a sudden the manga, the the K drama, be addressing it. Like oh yeah. Don't forget he has this weird specific things about like storms and honestly I feel like that was just like a whole setup for a scene and they made Hari's extra friends kind of douchebags. Um first off how do I say this? Like those extra friends weren't even part of the manga either. I was like, okay, this was just a way to like force feed them to get together and they took away like a work trip to kind of replace it with this which I'm like I hope that's not what they're doing because I'm like I don't love it I don't love it I liked them getting together and I I really have to say something about like the costume designs and like K dramas, especially like modern ones what is with their obsession with wearing like white and pastel colors I'm sorry that cannot be I cannot wear white I really i have the ultimate fear of the color white it gets so dirty so quickly like you must live in the cleanest neighborhood of all life to not have anything wrong like i don't mm -mm, that's not me so anyways right uh i don't i don't like the design for that i liked the the manga's like Inclusion of patterns and stuff like that. I don't like I don't like this. It wasn't for me But the story is still really funny and really cute Um, I don't like how they keep putting a lot of trouble between uh, the secretary and Hari's best friend because honestly they were like, like I said before a very smooth running couple their only real issue was the one time that uh, the best friend was kind of a dick but in her defense she didn't know what to say and she kind of just ended up fucking that up but they kind of od dragged it and like they're trying to make it like oh uh, she has a problem with him because he's constantly you know doing things that she doesn't like and he's like really like obsessed with his boss which you know she does kind of have a problem with in the manga but she kind of forgives him for it she's like yeah like you're a dedicated man and I don't think he ever comes out and really says like hey I'm his family which I think would have probably fixed the situation way faster if he just would have like admitted that as a fact or that's just me I don't know maybe I'm the one overthinking it so yeah I found it to be good I'm still watching it I'm still enjoying it I'm still having a lot of laughs um i like how they're finally calming the mom down because they're literally trying to make her into like a whole problem and i'm like bro like i noticed that too like stop making moms into a problem moms don't tend to be that much of a problem anyways that's that i also wanted to talk about something i kind of started picking up it's called her private life this shit is fucking funny all right this shit is fucking funny and i like it let me tell you what it's about okay so her private life is another k-drama i don't know if it's based on a um a webtoon i don't think it is if it is like feel free to correct me all right but her private life i'm gonna type it in now so i just get the cast and everything like that so i don't have to worry it's on Netflix. and i mean girl park ming yong is gorgeous. She is so pretty and by everyone's standard. Oh, uh, wait, but the, uh, that's her real name. Hold on. Her like stage name is Song De- Deokmi. I cannot pronounce that. That's my that's on me. That's my fault. Anyways, <laughs> Song is a very put-together woman. She got her life in check. She is about her grind, her work. She does it with passion. She does it well. She's on top of her team management. Even though her director isn't ever really there, her boss isn't really there, she takes all the credit, but soon breaks her back doing what she got to do. She is a role model <laughs> as a worker, and I love and If you know me, I love stories about hardworking bad bitches. Ten out of ten. And she wears her pink power suit. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. But okay. As hard as she works, she likes to play. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me just let me just get that in. <sighs> okay. Sung is very different in her private life than she is at work. Um, she takes off that power suit and she dresses up in her old black tracksuit with her black face mask. And all of a sudden, she goes from diligent, hardworking, like, art museum curator, which is her position. She is, in her private life, an absolute fangirl. Fucking... Applauses this for me boy because I stand that shit she is an absolute fanboy and I love it she chases this band up and fucking down and once um once she's done with her work she chases that motherfucker there's a fucking funny ass scene where once she's done putting everything together she gets on the back of a motorcycle, pays the dude man money, and it's like, get me from here, from point A to the theater at point B in 15 minutes, and I'll pay you four times your fucking rate. Cash, boy. He goes, I bet they're swinging through traffic. Also <laughs> oh, so that she can grab one of the artist's water bottles. She is peak perfection of a person i love that shit and she goes home to her pretty little apartment and it is just outright a hundred percent fangirled out you got posters you got fucking used water bottles you got memorabilia you got fucking cutouts post-it boards you have the merch you got the cups you you got the blanket i love i love it so much because she's just so classy on the outside but on the inside she's like i'm just a goblin and i'm here for it. and i love that i absolutely love it so she does have great taste and she's been trying at work to get her boss to see the potential in new artists and like new creators because once again she works at a museum art museum her boss isn't having it by the way her boss is a dick but whatever she isn't having it and it's like no we're trying to be we're we're doing more well-established arts we just can't be taking risks with the new people which is stupid as an art museum as i think anyways you want to create their repertoire but that's just me you know i wouldn't have done it without that I'm not saying I'm art curator but I know a little thing or two so I was like okay whatever and she basically goes like okay like you have to go to this um, you have to go to China because there's this auction being held for like this old art this artist and we need to grab at least one of his artworks and she goes fine whatever on the other side of the world in America there is this guy named Orion Gold and Ryan Gold is basically like a trendsetter he looks at art and tells you whether it's gonna make it or not and basically decides who's gonna be the hottest new artist of that year don't know exactly what his position is but that's basically what I've just noticed and he sees this painting online and it's like hey this isn't really good so he goes all the way to china to try and get that art piece while he's there those two clash ryan gold and sung clash and they end up sitting right next to each other during the auction she ends up getting the painting that she wants and then she sees this like cool bubble painting the same one ryan gold was looking at and they're both kind of start bidding on it she really loves it she likes it she has some money extra left over and she has a little money in her savings and she just wants to go for it so she does and this ends up in a whole bidding war by the way before that she totally embarrasses herself i being like oh he look he looks handsome not thinking that he spoke korean and when he was like basically looking he sort of noticed her looking at him was like you want to buy it She's like, what are you talking about saying me because the are you looking at me i'm like hmm and she kind of like oh Uh, no calm the fuck down (laughs) but after the bidding war she tries to chase him down and he's like you know for someone who supposedly works in an art museum like you really are stupid if you're like not actually looking for new artists in this time and forth and she's like whatever and she ends up going home and the next day well she goes to work there's a complete and total raid on her workplace. Ends up that her boss had been embezzling a slush fund. Which is kind of like a like an art backdoor art fund. And using the profits for her stuff and stuff like that. And calling it public. So yeah. That was a whole issue. She ends up losing her job. And she is just heartbroken. So now our girl went from having her shit all put together. To... Having to basically create her own life again, just trying to fix it, tries to fix it all and put it all into place. It's very interesting, and she's now looking for a job, looking, you know, trying to figure it out all together. By the way, her family is actually really funny because they all have their little obsessions. Her brother's obsessed with video games. Her mom's obsessed with knitting. Her dad's obsessed with his rock collection. And (laughs) it's kind of cute because her mom tried to give her a shit for like being like a fangirl. And I was like, oh, had you not like broken your arm, chasing after this artist or whatever, you would have went to art school and this wouldn't have happened to you. And she's like, this is all your fault technically too because it's like you're obsessed with knitting. Everything in this goddamn house is knitted. And then they panel into the home bruh the table the fucking couch everything is fucking crocheted i was dying she's like look at the family pictures i was wearing crochet shit until i was a teenager <laughs> so it's very cute and i'm really interested And her friend is very funny her best friend is hilarious uh, she is a little coffee shop owner who literally was like, "Yeah, I only got married cuz I got pregnant. Like, it is what it is. I live my life for me. Fuck you, bruh And she loves her friend for being the dorky, you know, fanfic chaser, living that, you know, fangirl life. And I just I cannot wait to see where this goes. I think it's completed. I'm not too sure. But I do know that it's on Netflix. Uh I think it's supposed to have a season two as well, which is kind of awesome. So if you want to check it out, please do. It's very cute and it's something I'm gonna be watching and giving updates on. So for now, that's a bye. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go! Nearly two million Ohioans live with a mental health condition.